Dr. Wyatt Hart, everybody. Welcome back. Yes, today we have with us our honorary co-host, Stephanie, aka Bad and Bookie. Say hello. What's up? So she is going to be joining us on today's episode of reading or recapping and talking about The Wrath and The Dawn. Make sure that you guys are following us on Instagram and on TikTok at YA at Heart Podcast and for Stephanie at Bad and Bookie and also at YR <laughs> shit words at YA at Heart Pod on Twitter. Oh, and check out the merch store. Mm-hmm. Yes, please go check it out. Buy something. Um, <laughs> don't forget to write a review, rate us. Yes, please. Okay, I don't know if this is the same for you guys, but I did not realize how YA YA books were until I started reading like new adult and adult. And so when I come back to YA, I'm like, how long is this going to take? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. What gets me is the parts when it goes. And then I lifted the sheets up to my chest. And I'm like, when did you get in the sheets? <laughs> <laughs> when did this happen? Hold on. Where was that? I thought you was chilling on the balcony. <laughs> in the sheets? What? Oh, my God. Explain. Yeah, it's a it's a whole different vibe. I get it. Yeah, it takes some, like, adjusting yeah. to get back into that YA mindset. So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Not saying that it's not a, a good book. It's a good book so far. So. It is. I like her. Her attitude. Right. I'm really enjoying her attitude. I'm like, mm. she's very poppy esque. <gasps> That's, yes. That's why. Yes. That's why. Okay. See, I was trying mm-hmm. to like figure out what other character I would like relate her to. That makes a lot of oh, sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes it's a probably. lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. So we just, <laughs> Stephanie just made up a word on why poppy esque. <laughs> you know what? We should do our own dictionary. Oh, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Add a word for like each episode. Yeah. Like we'd be like, well, we gotta figure out a name for the word so it ranks. Okay. Right. Like instead of just saying add a word to a dictionary, like we gotta gotta be a it has we gotta to have give it a, a name. Yeah, yeah, it has to have a, a je ne sais quoi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So this episode we read what was it, pages fifty-nine to hundred and forty-nine. Yes, exactly. And we get we get a lot more details, but I'm still missing. Like we get a little tension. We get a little tension, but Facts. I'm dying inside to see when this conflict of interest is going to arise. Like, like she's starting to shift. Yeah. This whole, these, the pages that we read, she's really starting to shift um, and not like it. Like, there's certain sections where she's like, no, no knots in the stomach. Like, no, I don't want these. And like, no like, butterflies. Oh, right. And I'm like, oh, we're getting there. We're slow. It's slow, but we're getting there. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. Right. And then um, we started off in chapter, well, it's technically chapter seven, by the light of a single candle with her dad as well. Now, her dad yeah. is up to some sneaky shit. And I don't know if it's going to play out like a good way. He's a brujo. That's what it is. A brujo. Okay. He a brujo. That's what it is. I'm already calling it. This man's a witch. He's like, I don't know what type of book it is. Like, is it a spell book? Is it like, would you call it a spell book? I would assume so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like um, a, what is it? It's called a, a grimoire or something. Grim- like a specific book for a witch, a grimoire. 
you asking the wrong person. Girl, I was listening. Listen, um, Charmed was Charmed was my show. Steph is <laughs> okay. the one that is all things spooky season. So I'm I'm calling on the Google gods. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. The Google gods. Yeah, there you not go. the Google gods. <laughs> yeah, well, it says grimoire, textbook of magic. So there we go. Okay, See? okay. See. And so I learned something new today. Just give me my honorary badge as a witch, damn it. I already got the cats. Familiars, just give it to me. <laughs> just give it to me. What else happens here? Oh, so this is also where Shazi and uh, Khalid have that interaction in the uh, training ring. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was right after she was just like caught. And so he goes in there kind of like to to show off or whatever. I think that interesting, or I think that moment was really interesting between her and uh, Khalid or and Jalil, Jal, Jalil, mm-hmm. Jalal, yeah, yeah, Jalal. 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 Just to see like Jalal. the relationship that Jalal, Jalal. God damn, I said his name perfectly in the first episode. What the fuck? You definitely did. I don't know why you have a trouble now. Ah. <laughs> Just to see the relationship dynamic between Jalal and Khalid and Shazi. I know we gave the three musketeers name to Despina and to the it's Rajput dumb. and Shazi, but I would like to transfer sh- that now to Khalid, Jalal, and Shazi. I agree. Yeah. The, the last couple pages, especially like their interactions when they came to, to interact, mm-hmm. he's very much a flirt. He has no problem flirting with her. Right in front At of him. Time, in right, front of exactly. Like- At the same time, he is very informal with this guy like we call it and i'm like dude this is supposed to be your king what are you doing and he's just fuck it <laughs> like whatever right like we are on the same level <laughs> like no you do know that he kills a person every night right like, right not even that he does he got his own goons to do right. it for him yes like, hey. right you're right. done like, I- <laughs> Oh, you don't even make it past dawn that's it you just i was thinking are they gonna be like a love triangle okay like Jalal and and Shazi and like that's what I'm thinking. I'm glad you brought that up because I think it might be a love square between yeah with Tyreek uh huh with Tyreek included. Yeah, I think maybe he fell in love and mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. the yeah, way that yeah. he's acting in all these chapters like not with logic and just flying by the seat of his pants trying to that's love. it's love yeah, yeah. it's easy yeah. to see yeah it's most definitely love. I don't know. I don't know. Is it like love, like sisterly? Oh no, it's he like, loves her. No, like I wants think to it's be with her. Yeah, I think it's that first love, mm-hmm. that puppy dog love. Well, she did say they used to make out. Yeah, she? yeah, she did. So yeah, not sisterly. You yeah. don't say sisterly. Please, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> please don't. Uh, YA at heart does not condone. We do not uh, condone kissing, incest. Kissing relatives, you know, kissing sisters. You know we how I feel. That. You know how I feel about incest, right. bro. This is why I don't ring, um, read um, Game of Thrones. Game no, G- yes, City of Bones. City Game Bones. of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Bones. Oh my gosh! I no. watch it, but I won't read it. I won't even. I can't even watch it, bro. I can't stomach it. Every time I'm like, uh, uh. so then the house. What is it? The House of Dragons is out of the question because that's all they was doing. I know. That's, that's all they I, was doing. Okay. Sidebar. Yes, I am struggling so hard. One because Game of Thrones is wasting my fucking time, and two because of the incest. Like I can't. It's too much. It's too much. Not in books, not in TV shows, not in movies. I don't want it. No, I get it. I get it. I'll be watching House of Dragons. It's- Thank you for coming to my <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's all that I gathered from chapter seven, unless you got like some more notes on that. 
or other like key points? No, I think those were, at least for me, I think those were the key points. Like just to see the interaction between Jalal Khalid and Shazi mm-hmm. was interesting. To go back to the Tyreek situation, like, yeah, yeah, that was pretty much all that there was. Yeah. The next one's interesting though. Yes. Okay. Yes. Chapter eight. What was, I didn't write down the name for the this title. Chapter. Yeah. The title is Aladdin and the Wonderful Lamp. Right. Okay. So basically in this one, um, they kind of, Khalid and, and Shazi in the beginning basically kind of learned a little bit more about each other. Like she says she likes citrus um, and roses and things. And I sat there and I was like, this is actually really good. Like this is a cute, intimate moment for these two characters who got brought together by tragedy and doom and gloom so like it's it's interesting and nice to know that they're at least trying to learn about each other just a little bit besides what they know you know offhand and especially what she knows of him being the boy king and a murderer and you know things like that but also this i I believe in this chapter what happened what happened no no i I was waiting for you to say it because i want to talk about it (laughs) Okay, wait, you say it. I don't know if that's what I was going to mention. When he brushes her hair behind her ear. Yes! Yeah, when he does it, that was really... Because she so had done it already. Attention. <laughs> but she had done it already. And so, like, he just... He was like, okay, let me... Let me He's like, let me here, let me just... Let me let me just do it. Um, That is, like, no, the universal it, sign of I like you. It is. So, another thing that happens is she continues her story and it's really interesting i don't want to go too much into it because then it's kind of confusing when you're talking about a story she's talking about but then also talking about her as a story yeah it's like a story inside of a story a story (laughs) right exactly (laughs) which is interesting to read but probably really confusing to talk about i wonder if the story that she's telling him connects to this story at some point in some way maybe but doesn't it no but but it does it does no. later on. No, I know what I'm saying. I wonder if it is significant enough to talk about the story for it to connect. I don't know. Yeah, because we I find mean, out later, like, it has a, a meaning to Khalid, but does it connect? multiple ways. Yeah, but does it connect Shazi and Khalid? Like, is she telling somewhat of their story? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I have a theory. Okay. We love theories. <laughs> <laughs> My theory is... She's telling a story that aligns with his ancestry, mm. like how it led up to him being in power. And I feel like theory can lead to maybe her place. Maybe there's, you know, how families have those myths, you know, of the of the two families, the rivalry families or the rivalry kingdoms. And like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is very far out theory, but maybe she's telling him a story of what's going to happen to him. But he doesn't know. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, she did come here to kill him, so... She did. You know, and then by the time he figures out that the story is becoming truth, or is truth, or maybe it's a reenactment of what's going to happen, you know, maybe it's too late, and that's when she kills him. I don't know. But that's, like, my theory. that would be so interesting, though. I really like that. Oh, okay. That leaves the door open for, like, a lot. It does. I know. Okay, okay. No, listen, we love... We love outlandish, wild theories. That is what we do. Um, she does point out to Khalid while she's telling the story because he says, oh, I don't understand why people do like these foolish things in the name of love. 
And so I was like, girl, when she said this, I was like, just give yourself up. Just give yourself up right now. You might as well. And she's like, oh, well, for love, people often achieve the impossible. First, we had the incident with the bows. True. Now we have this. You're literally saying to these people, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill him. At the same time, though, to jump to her defense, she is a 16, 17-year-old girl. Yeah. So, I mean, she has all of these, like, what do you call, like, just ways that she feels like it's going to go or thinks it's going to go. But while you're reading it, you yourself are like, oh, no, like, this is a child who is trying to, you know, figure this whole situation out. Does it talk about his age? I think he's he's 18. 18. He's 18. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So we're on the same. They're just a couple years apart. Yeah. I feel like the more he gets to know her, the more he kind of snatches it away. Because she was like, promise me you, you won't kill me. And he's like, I can't do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I will say he calls her my queen as she's telling the story. So getting to that point, I like how we got there, though. Yes. Because it was after she had come to essentially the end of her original story. Mm-hmm. And she was so good at intertwining the second story into the first one even he was like oh we've come to the end she's like oh but at the party he was looking for a boy and his name was aladdin and he was like you're starting an entirely new story and she's like no this is the same story just a different chapter in it and all this and he's just like shazzy like he's trying to get her attention (laughs) and she just keeps talking and she's just like no if i keep talking and i get to a point where 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 at a cliffhanger in the story, then he can't, he he won't want to, you know, kill me at dawn right. or stuff. So at that point is when General Cal, how do you say it? Al Kari? Cal. I thought it was Cal Calorie. Cal. Oh Al- my God, Calorie. Cor- ah, I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna call him Cal. Al Calorie. Oh wait, what'd you say? Wait, how do you say it? Alcalry. Oh, okay. Oh, you said that so effortlessly. Like, <laughs> well, that's what happens when you actually research about the book that you're reading, and we don't do. Th- or when you go to a really nice school instead of the Philadelphia school system. Oh, stop blaming the Philadelphia school system. <laughs> I don't know if it's much different. <laughs> do not blame the Philadelphia school system. They did the best that they could with the little that they had. <laughs> um, but honestly, yeah, yeah so- you guys fucked up. Uh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, but so at this point, General, it, it went right out my head. Al, it went right out my head. Alcohori? General Alcari. General Alcari. Al-Kari. There we go. So General Alcari shows up and like, she immediately knows. She's like, oh shit, this is the day I die. And the general is basically like ready to move soldiers, soldiers in and everything. And there's like kind of basically an instance where Khaled is like looking at her with like I don't want to what they say not sympathy but he I, looks at her a certain way. I think he looks at her with like clarity. Yes, because she's putting up such a fight and like she's like no, like she obviously she wants to live. It's it's and I'm sure the other girls did too. But like she's putting up more of a fight to live. And like he basically introduces her as the specific mountain that was in her previous story. And it was like, I'd like to introduce you to the mountain of adamant. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he basically is like, 
my queen. And he smiles when he says that. Like he officially has like acknowledged her as the queen, not the wife that he's planning to kill, but the queen. Right. I was like, let's fucking go progress. I was like, yes. Yeah. Let's go. Yes. The other guards are like, I- I'm sorry, come again. <laughs> like, huh? You keeping this you, one? You want this is the one you want to keep? You want to do what? Brad, they were shooketh. <laughs> they were <laughs> they were so mad. He was like, I don't understand. And Khalid was like, no, you don't. And, like, <laughs> and he just laughed. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I was like, well then. <laughs> but um that also led me to think too, like General Al Calorie. 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 General Al Cowrie. Shut yeah. up, Ashley. <laughs> no, I like, because I was struggling too. That's why. Okay. So he was the one like leading the charge. He's also yes. the one that we saw in the beginning of the story saying we need to do whatever it takes to protect the kingdom and to protect the king. So now right. it's two days past Shazi's expiration date. Basically. What this the man fuck is about is to happen? He is so flustered. What about the fu- I want to know pissed. what's about to happen. Like, what's going to happen to the kingdom if it doesn't get its blood debt? Or what's going to happen to the king himself if the blood debt is not paid? That's a really good question. Because, like, obviously, it's definitely a curse. It's definitely something. Absolutely. Against him specifically. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure them working under him and having seen him grow and, like, become king, they're obviously, they have some type of sentimental thing for him. But they're also probably like, okay, we also have to think about the kingdom. And so, like, he is definitely, like, this man is pissed. He's flustered. He's like, this bitch got to go. Like, two days done. You had your fun. Come on. We can pick a new one. Maybe that's what he meant when he said, I'm frustrated by the significance that love plays in all of our lives. Um, What's the word that they use in books? Um, (laughs) Shadowing? (laughs) The word that they use in books. Got you. <laughs> the uh, same thing. I think foreshadowing maybe some kind of ritual or curse or something that he or him his family's indebted to right. to complete. Okay, I'm glad that you brought up the family aspect of it because when we get down to later in the line learning about his family, do you think that a curse was bestowed upon his father and therefore was passed down to him? I think his dad was an awesome. Huh? So I think his dad was an ass. Oh, we know we, we know that, which is why, which is why I'm thinking, because they were like, oh, Khalid used to be such a sweet boy. But what if his father was the one that got cursed? And then when his father died and then his older brother died, that curse passed on to him. Like so he passed cursed down to him. Yeah, he cursed like his entire generation or Line. generation after yeah. he, there you go. His yeah. seed. He cursed all his seeds. Right. Yeah. A lineage. He he cursed the entire That's what yeah. I said. Seeds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Um, so yeah, we move on to chapter nine. And this is titled, The Beginning is the End. We're back with Tyreek and Rahim. And I... This Can one, I say it? Can I say it? Please say it. Can I say this? Please say it. Okay. He's giving me Tamlin vibes and I'm not for it. <laughs> <laughs> not for it! Literally, the definition of don't save her. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> she don't want to be saved. She did not ask you to be to come and be her knight in shining armor. She has it handled. No, cuz she can do that all by herself. And here you are. I have to save her. You really don't, but if it makes you feel better. I love how all of our conversation always goes back to Akatar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's the groundwork. Point. It's the groundwork. Right, now. it's the foundation. <laughs> the foundation upon which we stand for other novels. 
Uh, it's like it's like a, a measurement of our decision making with our literary. It art. is. It's a measurement, and it's a, it's a very important measurement in decision making of whether the book is worth my time or not. Well, it's it's funny because Jalal's snarkiness reminds me of Reese. It and does. How Reese very like you know you might be able to whip my ass, but I can whip your ass too. Kind of snarkiness right. too, yeah. like you know. That's I can I, I can see yeah. that. I can yeah, see that. I definitely see that. So. <laughs> Tyreek and, and Rahim, they have reached the, the country of Ray. <laughs> Tyreek, I, I don't know if I said it earlier, but I'm going to say it again. I think he's going to get himself killed. He's going to die by the end of this book. I know it. Due to stupidity. Thank you. Yes. Through the, yeah. the, the love or whatever. You know what? Maybe that's also a key element that plays into this book. How love makes you do the unfathomable and you don't think. Oh, you know? okay. Connecting themes. But he basically explains mm-hmm. that he feels guilty about Shazi's situation and guilty about his cousin Shiva. He feels like there was nothing he could do and nothing he could say to make it better. Yeah. Oh, and he feels like he should have known that Shazi would have done this. But I'm like, first of all, you're not a mind reader. Secondly, Shazi can handle herself. You know she can handle herself. You've taught her how to use a bow and an arrow. Exactly. So. She is only like 16. That too. So to them, she's more familial. Yeah. And they see her age more for what, and her maturity more for what yeah. it is, rather than what potential could be. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's why too, he has that look at her because he's looking at her from that point of view, not from a, yeah, she can take care of herself. I think that's the way her, the, this, this kingdom is looking at her, but not Tariq. I agree. Gotcha. Okay. I agree. Yeah. It's definitely a different perspective. I tend to be a little bit hard on characters. I'm sorry, Tyreek. <laughs> You're giving him Tamlin vibes. That's um, all it is. is Tamlin oh, as, soon right as, as soon as Ashley said that, that released the floodgate of, of emotions. Know, right? Like, I hate you, but damn it, you did the good thing, and you're just too much. You're overwhelming. I'm drowning. Um, this, this book does have a sequel, so I'm wondering. It's Rose and Dagger. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. 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 I'm wondering. I so, think, I don't know, in the end, she might actually be successful in trying to kill him, but maybe a part of the curse is that he can't die. I don't know. Just putting wild theories, wild theories out there. Yeah, this is like, this is a theory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, For sure. Tyreek also tells um, Rahim that he's putting a hit out on Kala's head. (laughs) And they want to know if um, I think his uncle is going to help him. And this is the uncle of Shiva, um, or his cousin Shiva. So he didn't only lose his daughter, he lost his wife too. Mm -hmm. So he's just there Mm -hmm. like, by himself, like not really having anything to live for, which is another reason why I think that this plan that they have is going to go so downhill because when you have nothing to lose, you get real reckless. Seriously. Your plan is, or, you know, you just, you're just trying to get a certain result, but there's no strategy involved. But he did bring up a good point when he asked him, you're on the brink of starting a war. Is that something that you really want to do? Because if you do start a war, it's going to, continue whether she's alive exactly or not. we don't know yeah, she could already be dead you know so is this really something you want to start and he's like yes and i was like Woo. all right now just too much at that point too much yeah you know? wait did they say how old tyreek was in the book i'm assuming no. he's around shazi's age but i don't know if he's that's, like older the same age younger that's what i'm assuming i'm assuming that like because if he was the one teaching her how to like shoot a bow and arrow and things that I'm gonna assume that he's at least a year or two older. Than okay. Her. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. 
I just had to ask because the way he acting is it's not a very boyish, <laughs> very very boyish, and not boyish charm, just like, no stupid, stupid, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Oh. Um, oh yeah. Go ahead. So then, the next chapter is called the Shamshire. Um, I think this is the chapter. So I don't know about y'all, but I kind of like when Shazi and Despina interact. <laughs> She could give two fucking shits. She's right. like, get up, bitch. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, first of all, you need to be so you need to stop being so disrespectful. Thanks. You're a handmaiden. Start acting like one. Stop. Right. She needs to get her ass beat one good time to learn that she can't just do whatever the fuck she wants to do. Because you're not gonna burst into my room in the middle of the afternoon. I spent all night trying to entertain this man so I don't get killed. And here you come. <laughs> pulling sheets off me and shit let me sleep talking shit like bitch <laughs> no but she tried her cause she was like get up Brat Khalifa of Coruscant Queen of Yo. Queens I was like that's why I said no no it's just one good to the face one Back. time right to the face one time right to the face I bet you she won't do that shit but again. But she, she, she's a very um sweet and sour character to me, I think, because I feel like at the same time she shows Shazi that same feistiness that she gives everybody. Yes. She also has gives her a sweet side of her where she's like, you know, maybe I just want you to like me. Yeah. And, you know, is still trying to build a friendship alongside of that, which is giving Shazi like mixed vibes. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, no, it is. It's giving it me is. mixed vibes too. I agree. Yeah. It's giving me Genya vibes. Why yes. are we doing this? Oh my baby? god! Yes, <laughs> yes, it is literally giving me Genya vibes, and I don't trust it. Giving me Genya vibes. I don't know why we do it. Is I don't trust it. She said she was in the kingdom for what, like six years. Yeah, no, she said she was brought to the kingdom six years. She's obviously from Greece. Mm-hmm. She's from not Thebes. No, she's from right? Thebes. It's Thebes. Mm-hmm. She's from Thebes, and so like, what is a Greek girl from Thebes doing in this kingdom? Curse. I, there's more to that. There's more to that story. In most situations, in most fantasies we've read, I mean, let's be real, they're escaping something from their yeah, homeland. And they're looking for somewhere to make a living and they're hired in another kingdom as long as they devout their loyalty. So where does her loyalty lie with the kingdom? Is it the king? Maybe. I don't know. We don't know. Because we still don't know the nature of the curse. We she still remember know. she introduced herself as a spy. She did. And I was like, wait a minute. Like she came right, but she came like, right it, out with it. So I don't know. It's like she's playing too many sides for me to know. Like she has too maybe many faces. She's a double agent. She's a double passion. agent. She's the what do they call the the girl from um or the the people that train from a uh, Game of Thrones like Arya. She was like a girl has no name. That's her. Nameless. That's her. Nameless. Yeah. yeah. That's the vibe that she's giving me. Nameless Spina. <laughs> okay. Endy. We just gonna call her Endy from now. <laughs> Andy. The reason that Spina's doing all this is because she's talking to, to Shazi. She's like, oh, we got to go to like this whole new area in the kingdom that has been built and blah, blah, blah. She gets her outside her room and Shazi immediately notices that, what's his name? Ra- Rajput? The Rajput, yeah. Mm-hmm. He gone. The Spina's like trying to distract the fuck out of Shazi. And Shazi's like, no, let's talk about this. <laughs> Where is my personal guard? So then it turns out after they have like this whole back and forth oh my god where they're yelling at each yes. other like blatantly in the hallway i'm like that's when despina basically comes out and says there's a tournament so immediately shazi's like can we like just let's let's go to the tournament despina's like there's no audience and shazi's like well they're gonna be an audience today so <laughs> i do love their dynamic there 
But again, don't trust her. Uh, oh, wait, Despina also tells Shazi, she's like, oh yeah, you know, the Caliph, he never seeks out his brides. But he sought you out. Can we talk about this? Yes. Apparently, as many times as he's been married, he has never, never gone and sought out the wife at night to do the wifely, husbandly duties. So apparently, Shazi is the first wife he has ever done that with. Allegedly. Allegedly, according to this man. So I think that's super interesting, though. The person we cannot trust. Yes. Ah, I don't know. Can we not trust We her? just said oh. it's confusing. We don't know if we can or we can't. I'm saying, no, I. that's what I'm saying. I'm, I agree. She is confusing. This information, though, I find super interesting. It is. I'm interested in the fact that Shazi was interested in that fact, but didn't want that's, to be interested. Yes, exactly. Because she's sitting there. She's like, hold up. You saw me? So to know that he has done that only with her... And not other ones. Like it just, I don't know. It's I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm gonna stick that somewhere in the back of my folder in the brain I have and just <laughs> I think she's there. given off the same vibes because um she did say that there was a moment where she thought he was gonna kiss her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I find it interesting that he has not kissed me not once, but yet he's okay with doing other mm-hmm. things. Yes. And maybe to him kissing is intimacy more than sex. Other maybe that. Yeah, I agree with that. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that she was anticipating that and kind of it, the way it was written was like a part of her was looking forward to it. There was a curiosity element there. Like, I wonder if it's good or I wonder if this will bring us closer or like trying to like decode, decode that and figure out what was she looking forward to, the emotion part of it? Or, and that could be it because maybe in that moment she thought this was a good moment. I mean, I don't know. This could be one of those where when it's really time for her to really do the do, she's like, oh, but I love him. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I feel like she has so much loyalty to to Shiva and her family. Yeah. And she's like, if I don't do this, I'm a traitor, regardless of right. my, my newfound feelings. Like, I have to follow through. So that's why I'm like, I'm so interested to see where that conflict of interest comes into play unless she finds out that whatever this curse or whatever this thing is that's making him do these things what if he's doing it reluctantly unwillingly but he just has to if that's the narrative that he plays to her maybe she'll be more like maybe i won't be a traitor i would be bitch (laughs) i would be i'd be like i'm staying khalifa we're not going nowhere we sticking this out ashley has (laughs) no loyalty (laughs) no Um, so oh my God. eventually they get to the, the tournament and Girl. they're not supposed to be there because the men are half naked. While they're there, Despina is desperately trying to get Shazi to leave. They are arguing. Shazi's like, I'm not leaving. Bruh, they're so fucking loud while they're arguing with each other. General Al Kauri. There you yeah, go. I did it. He happens upon them and he's like, the fuck are y'all doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to leave. This was so good, though. Yes. This was so good. Because ultimately, he says it in a way, and then Shazi immediately puts on, like, a queenly crown situation. And she's like, I didn't like. I don't seek permission from anyone to do what I do. Woo! And she's like, it's never been a question of who is going to let me behave a certain way. It's always been a question of who is going to stop me. I was like, oh, this bitch. <laughs> 
like, if anybody deserved to be queen, is this one right here. Because that is a queenly attitude. It is. All I kept thinking was, he's going to kill her. <laughs> I thought he was going to do it right then and you there, know, like, beheaded. That's what I thought. Like, you know, one of those Game of Thrones moments. All of a sudden, they're talking, and you see the, fl- the head flying across the room. <laughs> like, shit, what like, Well, damn, that was fast. Where the rest of this book is going to go? <laughs> he dug her grave in that one. Man. <laughs> So he he also tells her he's like I'm I'm on to you like you are conflict yeah you are trouble yeah. and I have to protect the king from trouble she's like damn how he figure out that fast I was here to kill him like for that reason that she stated herself is the reason why he's mm-hmm. on to her like she kind of outed herself with that like you can't you coming in here with that intention of being that person that's not gonna fly because you yeah. are not king yeah yeah. And that leads us into our next chapter. <laughs> what is that? Uh, chapter 11, A Silk Cord and Sunrise. Bitch! This chapter, yo. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was reading it and I was like. It was so intense. She's back to square one. Khaled never came to her room. She falls asleep or finally dozes off. And when she wakes up, it's to guards in her fucking room to do the procession. To, to her death. But the worst part was what made me feel, what made me feel for her was at first she was begging. And then in her head, she was like, no, don't beg. And then she held her head high and was like, well, fuck it. If I'm going out, I'm going out as a queen. So like, she just, ah, it, that little bit, I was like, ah, I was like, fuck. Oh my God. Yeah. And even the Rajput, like the night before, she was like, is he coming? Where is he? And the Rajput like gave her like oh, a- he pitied her. I'm sorry, look. Mm. I was like, damn. So everybody knew. <sighs> everybody and their mom knew. Everybody and their mom knew. It was so frustrating. It was so frustrating. And it's like, we get to see firsthand how all of the wives have been, you know, killed. Okay. Could it not how be? How did you think the wives were killed? I, I don't know. I thought that maybe they were like put in a guillotine. Same. Okay. I thought the same thing. I'm like, maybe they have some type I mean, of like guillotine That'd be situation. better than the situation that happened here. At least it's That swift. they are trying to it's do. I was like, quick. right. I That's exactly what I thought. I was like, they have some type of machine like this, or maybe it's a person or whatever it is. And they have the type of sword that's supposed to do that. And I was like, it's, it's quick. It's done. That's it. There's a person waiting there with a silk cord to strangle them to death i was like yeah uh that's not quick and easy i don't like this no i was like i don't like no this. and even the guard that like puts the thing over her head he's like i'm sorry like you you could i don't want you to be sorry i want you to be better i want you to, <laughs> to, to stop right just stop like i <laughs> Let me go. Right. Let me go. It made me sad when she was like, Shiva died this I way. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. She's like, there's nothing I could do to stop it. And there's nothing I could do to stop my own death now. I was like, oh, girl, no, no. Um, She kind of felt like that was fate. Like at that point, because the way it was written was like, this was meant for me to go like that. Like, yeah. I think he believed that that at that point that it was always going to be this, that there really was no no going around it. This was always her destiny. I think she believed it at that second. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. which was yeah. even more upsetting, actually. And um, mm-hmm. as she starts to kind of like black out, there's a commotion. The caliph came for his caliph. He definitely did. He showed up. He showed up and showed he out. Got them to let her go. He was punching people in the face, bro. Facts. So there's a scuffle that ensues. That ensues. She's let go, and he's the one that goes down to make sure that she's okay. And she slaps the fuck out of well, him. Well, I mean, 
Yes, because understandable. No, obviously. So she slaps the fuck out of him. And then somebody, a guard or whatever, they don't explain who, pulls her arm so hard it gets pulled right out of her socket. So what ends up happening is Jalal is there and he's the one who gets down on his knees to like comfort her and like basically tell her like, you know, she's okay. She's all right. And he's the one that lifts her and carries her away. Didn't I tell you he reminded me you of did. Reese when Pharaoh's in the you dungeon? Did. Yep. You did. Yep. And he was the one who was helping her. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is going to be messy yeah. as fuck if that's the case. <laughs> that's why I thought love triangle. It's a square. So, <laughs> it's a square with Tyreek and his puppy dog love. Um, so then it goes on to say like hours later, obviously that whole situation was super traumatic. She isn't talking. Despina is like very worried at this point. Cause actually she's, she's so used to a fiery spitball Shazi, right? So for Shazi not to talk at all, like she's like, you know, can you please say something? Is like, can can you talk? You know, something like that. And she's like, then she's like, well, how about we talk about the incident? Like, let's talk about it. She's like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to talk about it with you. Right, because Despina has a, a room connecting to her room. So she's like, you didn't hear them come in here and drag me out? Where were you? Right, exactly. She, and she's like, I, I'm sorry I wasn't in my room. Where were and you? Where were you? What were you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly shows up to her room. I I think he's also very upset that this happened. Well, obviously, he clocked a person in the face. <laughs> no, I know, but like, it's not in the way he's his body language is. It's like I guess, I'm assuming it's like maybe in his eyes the way she's like viewing him mm. because like right now he's like trying to comfort her and she obviously doesn't want his comfort. She's like yeah. fuck it, no. They end up I don't know how to how to describe this because this like this was like heart wrenching to me. It was because because he's, he's trying and she just doesn't want. But that's the thing. Like I I get where both of them are coming from. Like he didn't want this to happen to her and she's like so traumatized. So he's trying to apologize and she's like, yeah. fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm mad. Yeah. Like where were you? And he's like, oh, I wasn't where I should have been. That's not an answer. Where were you when they were trying to like hang me? Like w- what happened? I felt that was I thought that was really interesting the way he worded it because when she said, where were you this morning and last night? So his answer for this morning is, I wasn't where I should have been. But then the answer for last night was, I wasn't where I wanted to be. What if he was with another woman? <gasps> if he married another girl? I've lost all fucking respect. Okay. I've lost all fucking respect. No, no, not like Wait, that. What if there's more than one? What if there's more than one woman that comes at a time? Okay, that would make sense that he pretended to marry another woman and then executed her so that Shazi could live. This is what you I'm think saying. that's what happened? Maybe. I mean, hey, theory episode. Maybe. Theory. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait, you think that was? What? Yes, because he went, okay. because, because he gave Shazi another day, another two days. And they said there would be he a did. consequence if he misses at right. but one sunrise, there will be a consequence. So in order to keep up with, you know, the, the um, expectations, like he has to off somebody. And he doesn't want it to be Shazi, so he off somebody. It's else. a give or take situation. That is like I can see that. I keep thinking he's a ten, but <laughs> he done killed all his wives. He's killed all his wives. He's a ten, but wait, can we do this? Hold up, side note. Can we do that as extra content for YA after? Dark? Absolutely. He's a ten, but absolutely. Yeah. 
I want to do that so badly. Yes, we can most definitely do that. And then you tell me who you think it is. Yes. Oh, yes. This time we have to make sure that we all read the same book. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> We're going to make a list Thanks. of the books that we have all okay, read. Like, then we can do yes. it. Yes, okay. Okay, yeah. Um. Oh, at the end of the chapter, Khalid also mentions that he's going to be out of town for a week um, and yeah. that he promises her that she will be safe. Now, I'm wondering... Yeah, because Jalal is the one that's going to be protecting her. Yeah, he's like, Jalal will be leading your head of security. Like, you will be fine. You have my word. Nobody will touch you. Jalal is going to be watching her while he's away. Hello. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's going to take good care of her. Oh, my God. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Not mechanical in any way. Oh, my God. Anyway. Shut up. Shut up. No. I am rooting for the budding <laughs> romance between this murderer and this woman. Um, I was going to ask, though, do you think that he's going to look for a way to break Zid curse? He could be. Potentially. Mm. He did say he was like, I'm just a man, Shazi, when he was trying to convince her to let him to make amends. And then yeah. she was like, then just be a man and make amends. I forgot about that part. Like, like, damn. Yeah, she definitely did. She definitely did. I felt that in my chest. <laughs> Maybe... He's like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to have to, maybe he does. Maybe that is him leaving, him trying to figure out what. I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. Be like, I'll give you whatever you need to break the curse, make amends, whatever. But I don't know. We shall see. That leads us into chapter 12, which is a righteous blaze and a restless spirit. We switch back to Dumb and Dumber. and (laughs) And they are pretty much making money moves to try to take out Khalid. His uncle is trying to gather forces. Um, He also has, again, his uncle has this twinkle in his eye, like I'm about to risk it all and I give no fucks. Somebody's going to die and I guarantee it'll probably be all three of them. Um, His uncle tells him to stay there while he's gathering these people. And Tariq is like, yeah, no, I'm going to leave because I have my own plan. And I was like, oh my, you got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, why? And this is where shit hits the fan. Why? <laughs> uh, you're not going to get anything accomplished by acting like a dickhead. Yeah. So basically in this, in going further in, um, it's the morning after and Shazi has woken up and Despina's there with her. And like Shazi notes that Despina's a little like off. Mm. from what she's normally like and then Despina is like putting together Shazi's food and everything like that and when Shazi goes to drink her tea she notices that there's something wrong and immediately she's like Despina like there's something wrong with my tea yeah and that's the end of this chapter so then we move on to chapter I don't know the number Uh, but it's called where where your heart longs to be yeah yeah um, just to play devil's advocate, are we absolutely certain? Because we find out it was the sugar cubes that were poisoned. Yes. Yeah. Are we sure that Jalal didn't set this up? I would really hope not. Trust no one. This isn't Sarah J. Moss. I gotta, I gotta have some trust in this woman. Espina was still in the room, wasn't she? She was, yeah. She was like, she was. Espina was the last person that handled her food, but it can't be that cut and dry. However, they also explained in this chapter that the cook who had made the food did try the food. This is how they found out it was just the sugar cubes. So the cook had tried the food and the sugar cubes nobody had touched 
until Despina touched them to put them in the tea. So this is why. But at the same time, th- that's too cut and dry. That's, There's no, that's too obvious. Yeah. It's too obvious. She could be framed. This Honestly, is true. I think so. Because when we get to, what is it? Later in this chapter. Yeah, later in this chapter when they meet up with Dalal, Despina hides behind the Rajput. So I'm like, does she know something? Mm-hmm. She covers it up by saying that, like, she feels uncomfortable. Well, yeah, but I'm like, okay, well, why do you all of a sudden feel uncomfortable around Jalal? She's a spy. So she knows things not a lot of people know. She knows that he he did it. What I'm saying is, well, it's like, once you become a spy, you don't unbecome a spy. Right. So, like, she used to have spy tendencies. So maybe she's still a spy. Maybe that's why she's there in the first place. Who knows who she's spying for? But she knows things, and maybe something changed. Something somewhere, some dynamic change, and now she's uncomfortable. Now she's like, oh shit, like something happened that we don't know yet that's probably coming, like new information or something. Mm. She witnessed something. Because right. at the end of the day, she's still a spy. Right. But there's still a lot of ambiguity around that her in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's true. The reason why I feel like it was Jalal is because, again, in the beginning, it started off with him and his father, and his father saying, you need to make sure that you keep the people in line so that they don't revolt. You mm. need to make sure that you do whatever it takes so that this kingdom and your king are well and they survive. So I'm sitting here like, that also includes what he said, taking out the conflict. Yeah, yeah. And Shazi, it definitely is conflict. Mm-hmm. I agree with yeah. that. <laughs> she's just a pain in the ass. Let's just... She just That's true, me. it's true. She is, but she's our pain in the ass. So it, the chapter moves on and there's a visitor who comes to the castle while um Khalid is out mm-hmm. and his name is Musa Zaragoza I th- yeah I think that's it mm-hmm. and it turns out this man used to be the tutor for Khalid's mother which was really interesting because now Shazi gets to actually ask and also Jalil is the one Jalal who sorry Jalal Jalal is the one who told her this visitor came mm-hmm. and then told her, I thought you should see him because this may prove to satisfy some of the curiosity you have in regards to the king. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. They want us so badly to trust him. So don't trust him. There's other agendas in here though. Like, cause he didn't have to do that. He could have turned this man away. Right. That's, that's, never let him know your next move, bro. Ever. <laughs> He is not to be trusted. Um, so ultimately, Shazi sits down with this man. He is super friendly, super nice. He just kind of keeps saying, like, I hope, you know, this marriage turns out to be legitimate. I hope that you guys have a happy marriage. I hope that, you know, you guys really do end up loving each other type of stuff. And like Shazi's sitting there, she's like, mm. <laughs> with the knife behind her back, um, like, oh. right. She's like, I don't know about all this. Um but then ultimately, he goes into the story of, or at least some of the background story of um, oh my God. the king's parents. Yeah. And this was such a sad, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, so the king was married twice. The, the king's father was married twice. And he had his first wife who died. And he had a son, I, I'm assuming by that wife. And then he married Khalil's mom. So there was nothing really that they had in common. The age difference, the age gap was a lot. And the king had loved his first wife so much 
that there was a lot of comparisons he kept making. And the way he described the second wife, I kept thinking of Shazi. I was like, so she was very much like Shazi. Yeah, it, it explains a lot. And he also said, oh, yeah. you know, the king's mother used to tell him stories every night. So it makes sense why he has this immediate attachment to Shazi. Mm-hmm. The tutor further goes on to say there was an incident. The king found out that she was having an affair. She was allegedly having an affair with one of the guards. And the king immediately, like, even in front of his six-year-old son, oh my God. tears her by the hair, like, takes her by the hair, drags her through the hall, calls her a whore in front of him, and then slits her throat in front of him. And as he's crying for his mother, he, like, yells at is he? Does he smack him or he yells no, at him? No, he yells at him. He yells at him. And, like, now I, like, sit here and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy has been through trauma. <laughs> I'm like, and, and worse type of trauma, like, seeing your own mother who loved you die in front of you because got, your father killed. was a piece of shit. Yeah, killed, like, very brutally by the person that's supposed to be your father. Like, it's... It's trash, yeah. And so Shazi does like feel some type of like empathy. I I felt for Khalid. At the same time, I also felt like there are a lot of excuses for his behavior, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, But this is also where I thought, because Musa talks about how he was kicked out right after that. This is where I thought, like, do you think that the curse came from Musa? Because we find out that he's oh, magically that gifted. Yeah. So he's magically gifted. What if he's the one that put the curse on his father and then not realizing that it passed down to his bloodline, it's now like, right. he's like, oh, I'm so sorry for how his life turned out. And I just hope that he finds joy and happiness and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's definitely a possibility because so far this, he, Musa and Shazi's father are the only people so far that we've been introduced who can use magic. Yeah. In some way. So I think it's really interesting. Um, and we also find out that Shazi has it in her blood. And Musa's like, hey, if you ever want to learn how to use it, I'm more than happy to teach you. Yeah. Um, he also gifts her a carpet. A very like, tattered carpet. Correct. But he's like, whenever you want to go home, like, it will take you home. Or it'll take you where your heart wants to be. I'm like, is this a magic carpet? I mean, I thought I that. So. I was like, hold up. <laughs> I was like, we already got Aladdin and the lamp mentioned. I was like, is this the magic carpet? I mean, is this it? Her story ended with it was a man coming looking for a boy named Aladdin. That's why I'm feeling like the story, the two stories are starting to intertwine. Yeah, and that's why maybe the story she's telling is more truth, truth than maybe she even knows that it is. That would be fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You see my head explode. Mind blown. But yeah, and I mean, here's my thing too. When he said after he dragged her and he slit her throat, he said a woman is either faithful or she's dead. There's no in between. Mm-hmm. Now he's gonna be away on this trip. Jalal's in charge. I don't know if Jalal's gonna make it seem like she's no! happy. Oh, no, that this is like the familiar rule that either she's either dead, um, she's a, she, she's faithful, she's dead because he could have poisoned her. That was the first attempt. Maybe this is another attempt to get her to get killed. I did not even fucking think of that. Me either. Oh, Jalal can't be trusted. He's got to go. He's got to oh go. Oh, my God. We can't trust nobody. I told you that. God. 
Uh, so we move on to the last chapter that we read for this episode, which is chapter 14, The Old Man and the Well. This was really a little bit longer than it needed to be, in my opinion. It was just Tyreek going to find the uh, nomads called, I believe it's the ba- Badwadi or Bad- Bado- mm-hmm. Badawai. And mm-hmm. so he's basically trying to get the leader of the nomads to help them, help them overthrow Khaled and all this shit. Um, he runs into this old guy at the well, helps him retrieve water. And the old guy actually turns out to be the leader of that clan. So he's exactly where he needs and wants to be. Um, the guy seems willing to hear out his story and maybe offer his help. But again, I'm not so sure that this is the best idea. So I guess we'll we'll kind of see how it plays out. I am feeling like Tyreek is going to go through all of this trouble, exhaust all of his resources, um, denounce his name because his father doesn't want to be a part be like, of. I'm staying here. Exactly. She's going to be like, "Ooh, <laughs> this is awkward." So- um. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay here. I, I want right. to continue to be the Khalifa. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's what's going to yeah. happen. And ultimately, it's going to cost Tyreek his life at the end of the series or at the end of the book. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any predictions? I think those are all the theories I have for now. Yeah, there were a lot yeah, of I theories like throughout the whole thing. I think we're, yeah. I had a the lot. The predictions but... were laid all throughout the episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like um, I'm, I'm looking forward to where her storytelling leads to because I really do think that it's some sort of background into something with their families, you know? And maybe she doesn't know it. Maybe she does. I don't know. But, like, I feel like this this book has a lot of, um, um, like, hidden messages. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. and, you know, because of... And, and, you know, when you deal with a book that has, like, rich culture in it, there is a lot of that history that comes into play. You know, for all we know, the people that Tariq is messing with, trying to get help from, maybe they have, you know, bad feelings towards his family. Like, we don't know, like, because this this goes way back, you know? And I feel like maybe that's where, like, her stories that she's telling, kind of like, I don't know why we keep talk, talking about Game of Thrones, but <laughs> <laughs> remember, like, I don't, did you guys see the Red Wedding episode? Did we see yes. the Red Wedding? Red Girl. Wedding. Yes. Remember, like, he thought that he had a deal with him and said, you know, marry us. And he's, like, killed everybody, including him, whole family. Like, say no, because you were supposed to wed my daughter. Like, that history, yeah. that tradition, like, that was more important than anything. And that's why I'm, this reminds me of that. Like, there's there's deals that are old. There's debts that need to be paid that are old. Like this, this is beyond Shazi and her capability. This is beyond the king and his capabilities. Like, I feel like this is a lot bigger than yeah. them. That's my like overall big overarching theory. But I think that's on the money though. Yeah. It's very much intertwined in all of this. So like, it's exciting though to read how everything's going to come together. Yes. That's what I'm waiting yeah. for. Cause you have like three or four separate parts that are going on. Like Shazi and Khalid and Tyreek and Rahim and Jahandar and Irsa. And then also the story that Shazi is telling. Right. So I'm, I really want to see all of those woven together. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm excited. Yeah, I I'm agree. excited. Um, so yeah. yeah, you guys, that's, that's all that we read for this episode. Um, our next 
pages that we're going to be reading are 149 to 211. Um, but with that being said, we'd like to say thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Stay tuned for next episode. Uh, we love you guys and always stay YA at heart. Bye. Bye. Bye.